0: glad to be here honestly because the Lord is here Um, and and we've been thinking of times of refreshing and tonight we're looking at encounter and we've already we are already encountering the Lord uh, and we want to keep going with that and uh, let's turn in our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 3 for the word tonight and just as you're turning there and as Pete was sharing about how he was baptized in the spirit. Uh, It reminded me, uh, and I was just, during the worship time, I was just taken back to, for me, when I was sat, I can take you back to the very place, the very spot where the Holy Spirit met with me uh, as a 15-year-old, confused uh, about many things. And actually, the Holy Spirit got hold of me that night, and uh, I was filled with the changed by the Lord and I encourage you tonight later on so if you don't know that you have been filled with the Holy Spirit baptized, saturated, drenched whatever word you like to use come and receive prayer to be filled with the Holy Spirit so wonderful well let's look at Ephesians chapter 3 uh, and verse 14 for this reason I kneel before the Father from whom the whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to the power that is at work within us, to him be glory, in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. That is an apostolic prayer. And as we come tonight to times for, for prayer ministry for, with one another, I'd love to begin that time just by praying that prayer. Not reading it, but praying it over us. Because this is what's on the Apostle Paul's heart. And the first night we looked at the theme of repent um, uh, un, under um, freedom. And last night we looked about coming to Christ for healing. And tonight we're looking at abiding in him for that encounter with God. And I think uh, Natasha had this word about moving from this being a season for us, not for activity, but for encounter. And I just think it's so much bigger than just my relationship with Jesus, your relationship with Jesus. It's so much bigger because God wants to do something uh, wonderful, not just for us, but actually for the, for the world. Our encounter isn't just for you, it's so that we can bring the gospel to the nations, And it's so that God can... I was thinking again tonight during worship when I arrived here at St. Mary's 12 years ago and I really believed I had that picture in my soul of God pouring out his spirit in this church and I haven't seen it yet. It's been 12 long years waiting and praying all the time, praying and praying and praying, but we believe God will pour out his spirit in power here. Uh, in, uh, and uh, that 's why it 's much bigger than just me having a, a slightly a couple of inches more of relationship with jesus it 's bigger than that the prayer the apostolic prayer of Paul here is bigger than just you and just me. Uh, you know actually, we are supposed to be in the background. Jesus is everything it 's for his glory, and you can read that at the doxology at the end it 's all about him. And I think uh, we've been so distracted, so busy, so tired, perhaps so selfish maybe, uh, and we've been too much that way, rather than seeing who God really is. Um, and, and that baptism of the Spirit is just about the Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's about the Spirit of God coming upon us in such power and love uh, that, that we are changed inside out. It isn't about rules, behavior. It's about being changed from within. Jesus was saying in that passage in John 7, for from within, rivers of living water. Uh, that's what he wants to do. And, and I wonder, this uh, Ephesians 3 passage, it's a remarkable prayer. Uh, And I wonder whether we would pray this kind of prayer. I think so often in church today we hear prayers about, you know, uh, Lord Jesus, please heal heal Johnny's thumb or, I don't know, give me a parking space or something. Rather than this sort of apostolic prayer, which is actually the prayer that is something reflecting the heart of God, I would love to... You know, see this kind of praying all over the church. And for people who might think, I don't know how to pray, I'm no good at praying, find the apostolic prayers in the scriptures because they will give you a language to know how to pray. Uh, And I think we've we've got to get hold of this kind of praying. And I, I love how it starts, for this reason I kneel. Before the Father. And we've had this word. I got that word during the lockdown about kneeling. And I've heard it more recently in church as well. I kneel. This place of humility. This place of seeking God. This place of dependence on God. Uh, we need to get onto our knees. And pray for a life changing encounter with God. That's what the Apostle Paul wants to pray for the Ephesian church. He's praying that they would have a life changing encounter with God and that they would go on having that life changing encounter you know we've, I feel like does anyone else feel like we've done all we can and we still haven't broken through (laughs) and actually what we need is the Holy Spirit, what we need in this crazy world that we're living in uh, it feels like a sort of dystopian dream that is actually real and so sad, Uh, we live in, in in such a upside-down world, and it grieves me so often, almost every day, something comes into the news that is just so grievous. And I think to myself, well, what? how are we going to move the dial, in the spiritual dial in the nation today? And actually, I believe it's, it's here. In Ephesians 3 is how you can move the dial. You know, God, maybe may, someone said to me today, Carl said to me today, perhaps we are here for such a time as this. And maybe none of us are here by accident. God wants us now to move the dial, even in Epping Forest or Loughton, spiritually speaking. Uh, We've thrown the kitchen sink at this, but actually what we need is the Holy Spirit. It says here, For our kneel before the Father, and uh, this prayer for this life-changing encounter, in fact, you see the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in heaven derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit uh, in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Here's the prayer. It's the, the prayer, if you follow the line of the prayer, the prayer fundamentally ends up that the, real, the prayer is that God would give us the Spirit of God would come upon us. To give us the power of God so that we might receive and welcome the indwelling Christ, Jesus, d- dwelling in us by the Holy Spirit to make the difference in our lives. We cannot live a Christian, it's so tiring to live a Christian life in our own strength, it's so impossible. Uh, but when Christ dwells within, the Christ in us, the hope of glory, that's how it's written in Colossians um, the indwelling Christ in us, the abiding presence of Jesus with us. Uh, you know, I wonder whether you feel when, when we think about having Jesus dwelling in us, the indwelling Lord Jesus, whether he is a stranger. You know how you can have someone in your house who's a stranger, or you can have someone who's in residence, and uh, permanent residence. And some of us, it may feel like Jesus is a, he's in our lives, but he's a bit, still a bit of a stranger. And, he, and God wants us to invite and welcome. And I wonder today: Is Jesus welcome in our lives permanently? To 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 be in every part of our hearts. To we we had that picture on the first night about at the top floor of someone of the house of your life, as it were, with a closed door with the word shame on it. And, and we we close the doors so often of our hearts to Jesus and. And actually, you know, that old hymn says, Fling your heart's door widely open. Bid him enter while you may. Is Jesus welcome? Because that's what Paul wants us to pray for. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit. Now this is all leading up to something. Uh, Through his spirit in your inner being, so that... Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That's the goal. The Holy Spirit is always leading us to Jesus. The Holy Spirit is always glorifying and magnifying Jesus. In the Old Testament, they weren't they had they weren't filled with the Spirit. There was no indwelling of the Lord Jesus in the Old Testament. But we live in the time where we can be filled and saturated with Jesus. That is the baptism of the Holy Spirit to be so filled, to have the life of Jesus poured out from the church, from you and from me, John fifteen. Jesus described this um, when he talked about if you abide in me, if you remain in me, and, my, and I remain in you, you will bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. There is this abiding presence of the permanent residence of Jesus in our souls, and that's what we need, and um, to to enthrone. To as I said the other night, you know, to I yielded my heart to its rightful king. That's where we need to be, giving ourselves to the Lord. So that's the the prayer of Paul, and he goes on and says, and I pray that you being rooted, and this is the language of the garden. You know, it's this nourishment and this stability of deep roots, rooted. And established, grounded, that's the language of the building site, with foundations for stability, for something to build on. Rooted and grounded, established in love. That we may have power together with all the saints to grasp how high and deep and long, uh, long and deep is the love of Christ. Um, to know that we are loved to isn't this wonderful this prayer you know that we we can receive Jesus into our souls we can know that we're loved the height the depth the breadth the length to really know you're loved and and again there's there's that there's something about the revelation of the father's heart and the love of God that is so life-changing that's part of the encounter that we need and Paul prays that we would know that love that surpasses knowledge. It's not a matter of educating us or just reading books about it, but it's really about experiencing and encountering the life-changing love of Jesus. Um, that is what Paul is praying for, to grasp this love of Jesus so that we, that you, may be filled with the measure of all the fullness of God I mean it's, it's radical language here this filled with all the fullness of God you could put it another way you could say being saturated with God filled with all the fullness filled with all the fullness of God I wonder have we experienced that love today perhaps we're just operating on fumes um, or we're operating on Somebody else's good word that we got one day as though God has grandchildren. You know, God only has children. It's not someone else's word or someone else's encounter we should be living off. It is our own knowledge and experience and encounter and abiding in Jesus. That's what God wants for us. And so, uh, just to close, it says there, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. God is able. God, I want to say God is able, as, but he wants us to abide in him so that we can see, prove, and know his ability. It says he is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine according to the power that is at work in us. So as we abide, he is able. And if we're not abiding, we might not see so much. But the more we abide, the more we will see of the immeasurable power of God that is able to be poured out among us. And we need to be, you know, we must ask ourselves the question, why why aren't we seeing this immeasurable power that is at work in us? If this power is in us, where is it? (laughs) Good question. Well... We may need the answer. There's a couple of things. Number one, we may need to wait in prayer to see that power. We spoke about this last night by patience. God isn't. God is not like a convenience store, or like a slot machine. We're so used to having everything instantly, but there's actually God has. God has a process. It took Israelites 40 years in the wilderness before they came into the promised land. Have you ever noticed that when you ever know that scripture in Genesis when the three people the lord and the angels come to abraham and abraham goes to sarah and says go out into the field kill the calf go and need some bread we want a meal you think my goodness this is not fast food you know this is how long is this going to take you've got to go to the field to kill the calf but what they understood in that time was that there was a process things might take a long time but but we have and we're just used to getting it right now we, we can't bear to, after five minutes of worship, we think we should be in revival. But actually, we, honestly, I have said this many times. You can't come here for five minutes to the altar and expect everything to change. It, it's the abiding in Christ that does it. It's the abiding and it's this prayer. This prayer is a totally consuming prayer that is God wants to take over and be in permanent residence and that we would abide in him that's when his immeasurable power is at work in us. That's the place of refreshing and rest. We need more people baptized in the Holy Spirit and filled with the Holy Spirit to see more of God. If uh, Hebrews 11 says, um, you know, that, that uh, the Lord is a rewarder of who? Anybody who turns up? No, he says, "I'm a rewarder of those who diligently." did you hear the word diligently seek him Leonard Raymond used to say you're only as near to God as you really want to be and we've got to say do we really want God do we actually want this or is it goosebumps that we're after because if it's goosebumps you'll get them you can get that by going to the cinema actually but you can. it's only through the abidingly more than we can ask or imagine. But it also says, according to his power that is at work within us, are we welcoming his power in us or are we resisting his power in us? Are we saying, no, Lord? Well, that's going to limit what he can do. And then just the second thing, and I'm nearly finished, but um, the second reason perhaps we're not seeing What we think God should be doing is because sometimes we're using our own understanding. What is Isaiah 55 says? It says, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my thoughts above your thoughts, and my ways above your ways. Sometimes I think when we talk about the goodness of God, we might not have the same definition of the word good that Jesus has. (laughs) We have our understanding of what good is. But actually... God's definition of good is so much higher than ours. That's why sometimes we think to ourselves, "Well, why, is, why doesn't it feel like I'm experiencing the goodness of God? It's because you're using your definition of good, not his. And Jesus wants to bring his goodness, but he might, he might do the process route rather than the instantaneous convenience store route. So God is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine, but it is according to his power that is at work in us, and we can we can open the doors, we can welcome him, we can ask, and we can continually seek if my people, many of the promises of God are conditional, they are not unconditional. If my people called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. Forgive their sin. And heal their land. But there's the biggest, biggest word in that verse. Is the word if. According to the power that is at work in us. And so today. Let God. Let God be welcome. Let, let surrender. Let's say Lord. What, what the Apostle Paul prayed in this prayer. Is what I choose it's what I receive into my life, no matter what it costs. Because revival and the baptism of the Spirit and all the things that we long for are costly. There's nothing, um, uh, it's not cheap. It is costly. But when we see him, it's, it doesn't matter, the cost doesn't matter. When we see him, we are, we're, we're more than willing to go through with God Duncan Campbell used to have this phrase, go through with God no matter what it costs. That is that is the key. And many people, and many people in St. Mary's tonight are not willing to go through with God. But I wonder, are we willing? Are you willing? Am I willing? Are we willing to say, God, I want to go right through with you. And I want to know this the reality of this prayer in my life, Lord, please fill me with the Spirit. Lord, I want an encounter with you. Not, just, not that we're just living from one, from one encounter to the next. I'm talking about the abiding presence. I'm not talking about a good prayer time because we all have good and, and hard prayer times. I'm not speaking about um, you know, froth. I'm speaking about depth. Depth. I'm speaking about abiding and the work of Jesus abiding in our souls daily. Morning, noon, and night. In the season and out of season. Through tears, through joy, through good, through bad. The abiding presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because that's what Paul prays for. So that Christ Jesus, more of Jesus, more that Jesus is welcome in our souls. Amen. Amen. It's challenging. My goodness. Shall we pray? Shall we pray? And I'd like to pray. Let's. Um, I want to pray this scripture over us. And then we're going to come and receive prayer as well. And as I've always said, you know, we come forward. We, I believe in praying and laying on of hands. But I also believe that uh, as you come to pray, don't be passive. Uh, it's you, I can't sort out your sin or your strongholds or your commitment for you. Only you can do that with the Lord. The people who are coming on to lay on of hand, lay hands on are blessing what God is doing. And they are praying for uh, 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 the power, they're praying this, this apostolic prayer for you. But you need to do your own business with God. So let's stand or kneel, in fact let's, if you're able to, why don't we just kneel as we pray this prayer I'm going to pray it for us and then we'll, we'll come into ministry thank you Father thank you Father Lord we're here honestly and sincerely Father we're not here just to I don't know to tick a box Lord we're here to take up this apostolic prayer and pray it sincerely Father from our hearts and we pray that heaven and hell would hear it We pray, Father, that that every spiritual force would hear this prayer offered from all your saints, Father. And we pray that it would shake hell. We pray that it would populate heaven. We pray, Heavenly Father, that your kingdom would come. We pray, Father, for encounters with you. We pray that you, Jesus, we need you to do this work in us, Lord. There's absolutely nothing we can do by ourselves. Without me, Jesus said, you can do nothing. And Lord, every breath we take is because you allow it, Lord. And so Jesus, we come before you now. And sincerely and humbly, Lord, we pray. For this reason, I kneel before the Father. From whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. And Lord, I want to pray. This prayer for St. Mary's. My brothers and sisters here tonight in this place and throughout our church family. I pray that out of your glorious riches, Father, that you may strengthen us with power through your Holy Spirit. Father, in our inner being, Lord Jesus, In the inner being of every believer here tonight, I pray that Jesus Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. Jesus, come. Jesus, we welcome you, Lord Jesus. Be a resident, permanent resident in our hearts, Lord. Father we want to welcome you and we repent of everything that resists you in our hearts oh god we ask you father for mercy where we've where we've grieved you and pray god we want to welcome you and be contrite and meek and lowly of heart oh god oh jesus we pray that we pray that being rooted and i ask you father for roots of love I pray for nourishment of love. I pray for that strong love, oh God. And a love, Jesus, that is established and strong, Father. May we have that love so that together with all the Lord's people, we may grasp. Father, I pray we would grasp this because it seems like it slips through our fingers and we keep forgetting. Lord, help us grasp how wide. And as I pray for a fresh vision and revelation of the love of Jesus. That the love wherewith you have loved us, oh God. That you, you would so saturate us with love, Lord. Do a work of love in your church. Father, we're not known for love and we want to, may we be known as these are people who love Jesus and who love each other and who love the world around them. Oh God, we pray that that love that's so deep, high and wide, God may it make a difference. And to know this love. And I pray, Father, we pray for an encounter. We pray for a meeting with Jesus, with, the, with love himself. Lord, a, a, a love that surpasses knowledge. Father, we want to be filled We want to be filled. Father, we're so empty and we need filling with the full measure of the fullness of God. We pray, Heavenly Father, we want to be known as people filled with the fullness of God. Father, we pray, fill us tonight. Fill us tomorrow by your grace. Keep filling us, Lord. May we never, ever stop being filled with the fullness of God Come, Holy Spirit. Father, I pray and we pray to him who is able. Father, we know that nothing is impossible with God. And Lord, we pray, forgive us every ounce of unbelief that we've allowed into our souls. God, we pray, we want to crush that unbelief under the feet of Jesus and bring it to the cross. To him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. And Father, we pray that you would fuel faith in our hearts to start to pray big kingdom prayers in our community and in our families and in our situations. God, we pray for more than we can ask or even imagine. Lord God, we thank you and we humbly ask for that grace. Lord, according to the power that is at work within us. And we thank you that the power in us is what raised Jesus from the dead. It's the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we honor and welcome you among us. And we welcome you to pour out your Holy Spirit, Father, upon us. We say, yes, Lord. And Father, to you, to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be all the glory. Take your glory, Lord. None of us with any, any glory, Lord, but only you. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. We pray this would touch our children, Father. We pray big prayers for our children and young people. We we pray big prayers for the elderly among us, Lord, as well, who also need to be baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus, we pray every person, every place, every generation to be saturated with God and the love of Christ. We pray all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You hear us, Lord. And we worship you tonight for your glory. Hallelujah. Now just do any business with God that you need to do. Oh, Lord. The Lord, the Spirit of God will show you. Just say, Lord, just start to pour out your heart to God. Pour out your heart to God. Tell the Lord what's on your heart. Father, come Holy Spirit do a deep work we pray in all of us we need you Lord we need you Lord thank you Jesus welcome to do that just keep meeting with the Lord I just wonder whether we could uh, there may be people you've wanted to come and receive prayer tonight and I want to be able to offer prayer as well and so let's just come If if you're needing prayer if you're needing someone to stand with you to receive the spirit you've heard a lot about that tonight and you want to ask God to fill you afresh, to, to a fresh touch of God upon your life, then this is the open place. This is the place to come. Martin's going to just lead us in gentle worship, and the prayer ministry team will come down. And, but if you're meeting with the Lord, if you're just dealing with God on something else, just stay there. But there may, I just want to offer the opportunity, if you would like some prayer, come forward and receive. Thank you Father. Thank you Father. Thank you Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God.